on Giddy Up, Facing the Breeze, with Anthony Butt and Jack Trainer. Welcome back to Giddy Up, Gareth Hall with you this Tuesday morning. This is an exciting time in the sport of harness racing, especially when we head to Tabcourt Parkman Angle on Saturday night. Can't wait for the Chariots of Fire. It's one of the, the best build-up to a Chariots of Fire that I can recall for quite some time. Let's welcome in the team, Anthony Butt. Hello to you. Yeah, good morning, Gareth. Now, Jack Trainer was texting me nice and early this morning. He was ready to go. We can't find him. No. Um, maybe he's a little too scared to join us after last week. He, he, I think he burned a few bridges once again, Anz. But that's what I said when you get paid the big bucks to come on this show, that you need an opinion. And um, I see that later on in that day that Jason Grimson actually drove a winner. So Jack might be completely out of the ball game from that stable now. Yeah, well, I don't think it's the first time Jack's gone missing, but uh, yes, no, I'm sure he'll, he'll that water cart will get out of his way soon. He'll be back. What did you make of the Australian Grand Prix? We had Greg Sugars on the show this morning. It was, it was some contest, a very tactically um, thought out race by the drivers, and I thought most of the drivers got it right, Ants, but the champion won in the end, and that's what champions do. They can overcome obstacles like he had to do there on Saturday night. Yeah, it was a great race, Gareth. And, um, you know, Greg was a really ballsy drive, did what he did once he got sort of double-crossed. and But he knew what he was doing. And as he's done so many times in the past, he just uh, produced a miracle drive and got the money. You need the horse, however, to get sometimes you out of that, that trouble that he found himself in. Yeah, well, definitely, yeah. It certainly helps, but yeah. he just said once he, I didn't hear Greg's interview this morning. I don't know what was going through his mind, but you know, sometimes in those situations you just uh, got to cop your medicine. And uh, yeah. you know, when he ended up three back and probably took a risk, but uh, he probably thought it was his best chance of winning. And call me the breeze went to the front, but have you seen a quicker lead time in trotters anyway over twenty two hundred meters? They break forty five seconds, and then that first quarter in thirty seconds just went too quick, basically, and then got yeah. Yeah, I think he just got too keen, Gareth, by the sound of it. He got, you know, buzzed off the gate, which was, um, you know, the logical thing to do, try to cross to the front. and um, But, yes, apparently he just sort of raced a bit keen after that. So, you know, took a yeah. soul in the finish. Jack Trainer joins us now. G'day, Jack. Yeah, good morning, boys. Um, did you watch that race there on Saturday night? It was some performance there by that trotter. Yeah, I just seen the highlight on Facebook. That you go. It's just the last 400, but, yeah, you're sort of wondering watching the race all the way to the line is how, how the hell does that horse win? So like Ant said, he's just a champion and, and um, it was a great patient drive by Greg. He didn't panic and yeah, it was a great race to see the end of. How good's the Chariots of Fire going to be on Saturday night? Ant, it's one hell of a race. Um, the favourite at the moment, it's nearly equal favourites, Don't Stop Dreaming and Frankie Ferocious. If you had to have a drive in this race, which one would you be driving? Well, I think any of the top four are outstanding, Gareth. And yep. um, not saying some of the others can't win either, but I'd, I'd probably go Don't Stop Dreaming. He's just got those runs on the board at the real elite level. And, you know, Mark Burden's a, a genius at picking them for the big races. So if I had to go one, it'd be him. But there's not a lot between those top four. If you were shopping last week with the Giddy Up team, we were suggesting maybe $26 would better be the best. And that was a performance and a half on, on Saturday, Jack, by that. Pacer trained by Nathan Turnbull, defending its Merlin, who lost no admirers in his performance to finish second. But this speed map's going to be interesting. You've got 
Sooner the better, one. Don't stop dreaming, two. Better be the best, three. Frankie Ferocious in four. Captain Hammerhead, five. Sure thing, Captain Barrier, six. And then it's Merlin Barrier, seven. Our Vinny Barrier, ten. Captain's knocking, nine. Um, what's that speed map look like to you? Yeah, it's the cards have felt it's become a good race, by the way. The draws um, panned out, Gareth. Obviously, uh, sooner the better come out flying the other day, drawn one. Uh, we've seen Frankie Ferocious come out quick as last start, and obviously then better be the best will be aiming up. It seems like he's done his best racing in front, so you can see a fast first quarter coming up and probably a fast overall race, I reckon, and um, even probably don't stop dreaming. He came out really good under a hole the other day from out, albeit out wide, but you can't imagine he wouldn't have any gate speeds. Yeah. So it's a, it's a real tricky race to map, I suppose. It, it is probably going, tricky. yeah, it's a, it's a catch-22 because sometimes Ants were seen in these races that, oh, they're going to burn and it's going to make it for a back marker. But we're seeing with these good horses that it's, even when they're, they're going a quick first quarter, if you're still not in the first half of the field, it's too difficult to keep on chasing and make up that ground if they're breaking 150. So that's interesting for a, mine. Yeah, it's just a modern day breed, Gareth. They just hold their speed for so much longer. And as you said, you know, as Jack said, they'll probably burn that first, you know, two or three hundred anyway, really quick. And then, um, you know, they'll, they'll sort themselves out. And probably any one of those three find the front, uh, don't start dreaming, Frankie, or uh, better be the best. They'll be, um, you know, they'll be holding it. So they'll probably, you know, will sort themselves out, you know, once they settle. But they probably only need a, an easy furlong and then, then they're impossible to run down from those ones out the back. Mm. So that second quarter is really crucial. You know, if they, if they go you know, 27 and 28 that second quarter, then it does bring everyone into the race. But if they go a sort of 29, 28 and a half or slower, you know, it's, it's, they're going to be hard to beat up front. Jack, having a look at the sprint race, there's a bit of controversy on social media when I got off the plane last night that a horse by the name of Fire Fox, who's been racing in terrific form, well, his last two anyway, that he doesn't go in a start in his heats or in the heats there of um, these group one sprints to get into a miracle mile. Do you think he's a little stiff? Yeah, I do, Gareth. I, I think, um, you know, he couldn't be any more impressive of his last start and, you know, he couldn't do any more than win his start before. Uh, you know, there's probably there's one or two horses that he actually beat in his last start and broke 150 that have gained a spot ahead of him. And although he probably hasn't got the overall credentials as some of these other ones in the race, but it just makes you wonder sort of how long how long do we hold on to the form for, you know, some of these horses haven't won for over a year mm. and haven't even been, you know, running top five or top six in between. So I think he was hard done by and it'd be interesting to see how they actually come about um, putting a couple of these ones in and leaving him out. I'd love to know the thinking behind it. Well, I think sometimes then, I think the horse you're talking about may be expensive ego. We haven't seen his best for quite some time and he did get held up watching that replay a little bit last week, but he, he had his opportunity, I guess, to finish a little closer is that if Seton, Seton Grime has got this horse firing ants that maybe he needs to give him one more start, like just to prove your point because he hasn't had that record at the top class say than that the others have had, even though that he was impressive the other day. It's um there's no doubt that he's a better chance than five uh, expensive ego on his last start effort, Hans. But um I guess that's the that's what the handicapper has to weigh up. Yeah, well, it's a catch twenty two, I guess, Gareth, but I agree with Jack a bit. Like, you know, recent form's, you know, pretty strong and uh he probably 
adds a little bit of the unknown factor in there. And, you know, as I said, a couple of these ones have, you know, it's been a long time since I've, you know, been at their peak. So yeah, whatever way you went, you were probably going to be uh, controversial. But, uh, you know, I'd, I'd have liked to see, you know, the recent form. As I said, he can't do any better than win the free-for-all, you know, two weeks ago when he beat, you know, a lot of these runners. Yeah, he's, he's like expensive ego. Luke just hasn't been able to get him back to his best there for a little while now. So he he's probably the horse that he could have replaced. There's no doubt about that. Um, even rock and roll do. And it's like, it'd be interesting to see how he goes. Um, do you think he can find his best form? He's got to take on horses like, well, he definitely gets a winnable heat for mine. Like, um, Got typo, rock and roll, do ladies in red, South Coast art and beyond delight, Bondi lockdown, hot and treacherous, spirit of St. Louis, Max delight, speak the truth. Like he can win that on at his best, Ants. Yeah, he's got to get back to his best, Gareth. He's, he's not far away, I don't think. He was pretty happy with his run the other week. So, but he's just got to find that, you know, length for two and um, get a bit of quick speed back into his legs and, uh, you know, he's, he's got a perfect draw for him, you know, and he's just got to get out as quick as he can. And, you know, I don't know if he'll find the front or not. There's a, there's, you know, a lot of sort of even gate speed around him and, um, but he, he can master pretty good. So, mm. and the beauty of him is, you know, like some of them will, won't be scared to let him go because they know he runs out up the straight. So they'll always get a run up the inside. Well, you're you know, telling so everyone makes, now anyway, just to remind them. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's not a bluff. I'll give it up. Have you learned something there, Jack? Yeah, that's not a bluff. I'll give it up. That's an old Kiwi trick from way back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and you've taught him too well. (laughs) Um, So you give him a hope then. I'll tell you what, who's another horse that I think can count himself a little lucky. Like he's had big raps on him, hot and treacherous. We'll see how good he is on Saturday. He had terrible form before he went to Jason. He he just got home there first up and then he galloped and took no part. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he blows them away. What are you hearing, Jack? Yeah, well, I agree with that, Gareth. Chase might not like me saying it, but, you know, the facts is that he'd been a bit out of form. He probably, the difference between him and uh, expensive egos, he raced in the Inter-Dominion series, um, whereas ego sat out. And, like, yeah. really, he only beat a conditioned pace field two starts ago and obviously galloped out against um in the newcastle mile so he's got that bit of unknown but he's definitely one that probably scraped in by his teeth and the wrap yeah. on him rather than his recent form but yeah, yeah oh, i mean if he's jace has been happy with him he liked him leading into the newcastle mile the way he was going so if he gets out the gate safe and gets a cold sit then you might see the best of him yeah i, I think the, the second heat's a little stronger who knows who wins this one jack macdown one um, Curly James has pro- proved that he's a high-quality pacer. Kanita Prevlem is flying. Lineup was a big effort the other day when they walked. Um, better Eclipse, we know how good he is. Mac Da Vinci, he's flying. Great to see Jack Callaghan back driving on a Saturday night at Menanga. Where was he last week, by the way? I couldn't work that out. And hi, my name is Jeff is flying. Like, um, which pacer do you want to be driving there, Jack? You've, you're, you're driving the first emergency, of course, at the moment. Yeah, well, I suppose it's great. It's a, not a bad field. It's probably the stronger of the heats. Um, well, my name's Jeff's unbeaten over the mile at Menangle, so obviously he's got the gate speed to probably get across, but probably the best horse in that race, I'd say, with a cold set if they go hard, better Eclipse, and you couldn't count out Mac Da Vinci either the way he's going. I, to answer your question for the Prince, I don't actually know where he was. Someone told me he was in Nor- <laughs> at Northern gearing up horses, but surely that male's <laughs> Was he right. suspended, was he? 
No, he wasn't. I, I've, I haven't been in touch with him lately, but um, yeah, someone texted me and said, why is Jack Kelligan gearing up horses at Northern? Oh, okay. But I thought it must have just been a mistaken identity. So he might need might a have phone to clarify call that and he, get back to you next week. He might need a phone call a little bit like what Damien Lane did to Harry <laughs> Coffey to sit him down and say, hey, kid, um, you got all this ability, but we might need just to, like, he shouldn't be at Northern Ants on a Saturday night on such a big night of harness racing anyway. Who do you want to be driving Ants in that race? That's a ripper. Yeah, again, it's pretty even field, Gareth. Like, both heats are, really. And, uh, you know, it's just about any horse can win, really. Yeah. So, uh, but now, better eclipse. You know, he's got the runs on the board at the real top level. Greg and just teams flying. And he just, he's an opportunist, really. He can't make his own luck too much, um, especially early in the race. So, but if, you know, if he gets a half a decent run, he can, you know, he's got such a lethal sprint. Yeah. Leap to fame, 250 for the Miracle Mile now after his performance there at Newcastle where he led and won. Um, he gets the advantage with that extra week compared to his rivals that will have to compete this Saturday night. So it's going to be a good horse that's going to beat him, man. It's only a bad draw will beat him, I think, come Saturday week. Yeah, possibly, Gareth. He's definitely the best horse. We all know that. And, but, you know, Menangle's mile, it's a, it's a tricky race. And uh, as I said, he, it just depends where the others draw and who wins the heats, you know, who goes good in the heats this week. And as I said, if, you know, one of the, you know, Grimson runners or something flies the gate and leads and, you know, they go 47, he's got to sit outside them. There'll be a good horse somewhere sitting in the pack that can uh, come out and get home really well. So I don't think he's past the post, but he's definitely the one we've all got to beat. Hey, any winners? Jason Grimson drove a winner there the other day, um, Jack. So I'm a bit concerned that you might not be the second string driver. He might drive himself because obviously Seaton, what he was able to do, train and drive, and he's a new whiz kid that's challenging him at the moment. He's decided to drive himself. So have you got any winners for us? You're hearing on the on the grapevine at Menangle today or this week? Yeah, well, I suppose Gareth. I can if, it, if he's sex is the second driver, I could probably just start buttering up Seaton. He looks like he's going. <laughs> going to take him up, take over by the looks of things anyway, so nothing lost there. But, uh, yeah, I actually, I like when I'm driving today at Menango in race seven, I think. Um, David Thorne, runner, first up from New Zealand. I don't know what sort of odds she'd be. Won't be too hot, but I expect her to be winning. Yeah, right then. Which one was that again? Uh, I think she's in race seven, Maria Agatola or something. Can't right. pronounce her name. All but right then. Um, yeah, she tried really good on Wednesday. I think she'll be awfully hard to beat. All right, Ants. Uh, I'm driving a pretty nice two-year-old at Ballarat on Thursday night, Stormy Woods. So it's been uh, racing, had two starts, gone really well both times. So it's in a winnable race. So I think it'll be hard to beat. Go and get him this week, you two. Make sure you don't let us down. Dominate. Thanks, Thanks boys. There we go. See you, boys.